Man, we back. Oh, we back. I feel like I say that every time I introduce the episode. Because we had to leave for y'all to appreciate our presence. Man, listen. This episode took a little bit longer to get out, but it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. I think it is literally a fruition of really the inner recesses of what's been going on inside of both of us. And uh, I'm excited for y'all to hear it. Me too. So y'all sit back, relax, and enjoy. Have you ever been so overwhelmed that you want to cry, but the tears just don't move? To be honest with you, that's how I'm feeling in this very moment. Overwhelmed by the pressure of life, while simultaneously overwhelmed by the presence of God that is resting over me through it all. (laughs) I know. It's an interesting dichotomy, to say the least. But that's exactly where I am right now. You ain't your feelings, ain't it? (laughs) Man, listen. So that was a text that I sent you yesterday morning. And um, that's how I was feeling, bro. Like, Mm. overwhelmed is probably doesn't even define it. Um, That's just the word, the only word that I could use to resonate with what I was feeling in the moment. And it was just so interesting, bro, like, that on one side, you know, I'm, I'm being distracted by all the things that may or may not be going my way. Mm-hmm. Um, while at the exact same time, I'm reminded of the comfort of Jesus. I'm reminded of his presence and the fact that, you know, his promise and his word says that he would never leave us or forsake us. Wow. And yeah. I think oftentimes, like when I felt those feelings, I felt isolated. In that moment, I did not feel isolated. Mm-hmm. It was as if... He was in the fire with me. Wow. And I think that was the most comforting thing was to know that I'm not going through it alone. Mm. And your response, I ain't gonna lie, it it, it shocked me when I when I sent it. <laughs> Do you remember what you said? I don't remember. Man, you said, whoo, short answer, every day. But basically what you were saying was that's a description of basically how you feel on a daily and i you know i was even more encouraged in that moment because i'm like cool i'm not going through it alone yeah you know it uh it takes a great level of boldness to say that in a moment in the in the very moment that you're feeling it Mm. it's very easy very convenient to do it a day later, mm-hmm. after work, after the things that take up most of our time are over and done with. Or oh, once the feeling subsides. Or once the feeling subsides. But you chose to do it in the moment. What gave you the confidence? What? Why did you feel it necessary? Um, for years, as you know, um, I've, I've become a professional suppressor. <laughs> you know, like... Again, you, you know, you grow up in a household where your father um, or any male figure for that matter, you constantly hear boys don't cry. Well, okay, well, the opposite of emoting is suppressing, right? So being very, very good about that and good at that, rather, um, I would say that in our brotherhood, I've learned the importance of 
vulnerability. And we've talked about it in prior episodes, mm-hmm. um, but I'm exercising it now. It's one thing to have an intellectual understanding and knowledge of what vulnerability is. It's another thing to actually exercise it. Boy, <laughs> it must be Friday. It must be. Because you're talking really good. <laughs> uh, I think you, you're hitting on a really important point. Mm-hmm. Is It's very easy, and I can speak for myself, and I'm sure some people can relate. I know you can relate mm-hmm. that just because we're knowledgeable about what someone, what we ought to do, what's right, uh, it's easy to assume that we are or we do what we know, mm. that we actually operate in the righteousness that we know is righteousness. Mm-hmm. It's easy to think that just because you understand that it's necessary to be vulnerable, to think that you are just because we're connected but we can be we can talk every day and not talk about anything not share one moment of one vulnerable moment you can feel all that and still hit me with the transaction oh what's up bro you good yeah, yeah i'm, I'm sure. good yeah, exactly. <laughs> you straight exactly <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that but i think we're just taking up space in each other's lives if you can't just be in front of the people that you say you love and trust mm-hmm. and so i Man, I honor and respect the heck out of that Mm. because to do it in the moment is you saying my vulnerability is strength. Yeah. I am bold in my weakness. Ooh. Paul said we are are meant to boast in our weakness. Mm -hmm. We're meant to embrace it because when we are weak, he is strong. Yeah. And what you just operated in was something that we tell others. Mm-hmm. when they're weak, but you actually operated in it in that text message. And it doesn't matter if it was a text message, if it was a voice message, if you just if you just wrote it down and sent me a picture of it, you were vulnerable and you allow somebody to look at your woundedness, your brokenness, mm-hmm. your humanity, and, and step into it and be there with you. Mm-hmm. That is what I believe and what I'm learning is a comprehensive man. Mm. Break that down. What do you mean by a comprehensive man and what is the opposite of a comprehensive man? Well, before I go any deeper, I was listening to a podcast, um, a podcast, one of my favorite podcasts other than this one, uh, (laughs) win today by Christopher cook, phenomenal podcast. Um, he's a pastor. Um, And he's a podcaster and he interviewed a gentleman by the name of Jason Wilson. And he wrote a book by the name of Cry Like a Man. Mm. He has several other books, but this particular book is talking about this idea of the comprehensive man. The man that not only understands that he has emotions, but feels the need to create a space and atmosphere to, to, to water relationships in a way that he is able to express that in all relationships. Wow. That's not easy to do. And I would even say there is great disappointment before there's great pleasure, mm-hmm. before there's great safety, because you have to build it. Anything that you build, I work in construction, anything that you begin to build, there will always be failure before there's success mm-hmm. because you got to test it. You got to test whether it can stand. Um, and even in our relationship, Drew, like there's things that we chose not to share and we suffered the consequences yeah. of not sharing those things, mm-hmm. you know, 
it was hard to connect because I feel shame because I, man, I watched porn the night before, mm-hmm. or oh, me and Sarah acted up the night before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if I don't let you in there, how could you ever? How could how could God ever have the opportunity to speak through you and share something that only I could receive through you? Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's what shame. It's shame. It shuts us up. It doesn't just shut you up. It shuts me up. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm getting to the place where as as growing to be a comprehensive man, a, a self-aware man, a self-conscious man, an emotionally aware man. I'm getting to the point where I'm not going to wait for you to ask. Yeah. And I think that's what you just did. Mm. You didn't wait for me to ask or pry or prod at you. Mm-hmm. You said, hey, bro, this is it. Yeah. Because normally I will wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, or not even, it not even crossed my mind to share. Um, because I think that a lot of times with men, we don't feel like we are, that we have the right to feel that way or to express it. Um, like even the title of his book, Cry Like a Man, that is so contrary to popular belief as a like as a man <laughs> we are like supposed to be symbols of strength yeah and you know just solid 10 toes down yeah on all the time and i'm i'm going to ask you a question man but <laughs> i remember the first time i cried in front of a woman that wasn't my mom you take me back boy that that was not my mom wow it was it was my ex i almost said her name Jesus help. Don't say her name because she probably <laughs> listening. She, I doubt it. But, <laughs> yeah. but she, if she is, that's cool. What's up? Um, no, it's, it's no indictment on her by any means. Actually, I appreciate it um, because she created it. If there's one positive thing that I can say about her, she desired so much to see me in my most vulnerable states. I was naturally guarded when I first met her and for, you know, a huge part of our interaction. Um, and like, I, I remember the, one of the biggest hurdles was me doing the number two at her crib. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, would, I refused. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. she would beg me like, please, not because she wanted to smell my stuff, but it was just like, I know that you're comfortable or like fully comfortable around me when you do that. And so, yeah, that speaks volumes for her. I appreciate that. But you know what? It speaks more volume to that. There are people, there have always been this, this, this existence, but there are people in this world that love us enough to want to see our humanity Mm, for what it is. For sure. And not to see the superhuman that I think a, large influence of the world desires us to be ask for demands for us to be strong in this culture has been to be resilient Mm -hmm. when it's okay for you to be human Mm -hmm. um to be strong when maybe it's time to be weak right now yeah maybe it's time not to have it all together Mm -hmm. and i'm talking about just human beings but especially men we were raised that way and then we're being embraced by a world that praises it. Mm. And I'm just thinking for myself as a six, two, uh, black man, you know, 
at work, white men will come up to me all the time mm -hmm. and grab me real hard because I, I guess I I guess I got a little muscle on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they don't realize like that's not comfortable. I mean, it didn't hurt. But it's just like why? But why? <laughs> why do you feel the need to do that? It's almost like they're testing me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not, it's never, I don't know. It I don't receive it as malicious, but I can't help but notice they don't do that to the scrawny dudes. Yeah. And they, you know, we subconsciously do it all even in our handshakes. Oh yeah. Like don't between black anybody don't, anybody. don't shake my hand and, and it be soft. Like, don't <laughs> do that. I'm, I'm it's gonna bother me. Like yeah. I gotta go wash my hands after that. But not once, it's funny that you say that, not once do we ask, our, ask ourselves about that situation if we were to shake a man's hand mm -hmm. and he doesn't give a strong handshake. Yeah. What was the first handshake that he's ever had? Yeah. Who taught him how to yeah. give a handshake? What does a handshake even mean? Right. What does that first impression even mean? Mm -hmm. We don't ask ourselves that. We just assume Dang, something off. Something off. Yeah. It pro something probably is. <laughs> but. Relax. Watch your toe. <laughs> Some probably is a little off. Watch your toe. I ain't say what it was. <laughs> Watch your toe. <laughs> but I, I will say, as men, oh, I love this topic because I think it's easy to group what we aren't into a an alien category. Mm -hmm. We don't see. We don't. We we don't always acknowledge that the weakness in us is existent in other people, mm. and so when we see it which we probably wouldn't present to anybody else. When we see it and somebody doesn't know how to hide it, we presume it to be weakness mm -hmm. when it really is just humanity. Yeah. When it really is just a broken human being, like all of us, mm -hmm. we just got good at hiding it. No, for sure. For sure. So you hit on a lot. I did. Uh, I tend to do that. No, nah, you good. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm wrap it back around real quick. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can recall the first time I, I cried in front of her, man. I was about to leave her crib. And I didn't lose my place. You okay? <laughs> um, I was about to leave her crib, man, and I got a text that one of my good homies had passed away, mm. and like it, it was, it wasn't super random, but at the time when I received the text, I wasn't expecting that. Mm. Like I honestly, I knew he was in ICU and was struggling, but I, I believed that he was gonna pull through. Just because, man, he ex, ex, you talking about a strong, tough dude, man, he was one of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like solid, solid. You know what I mean? So, getting that text, I just I couldn't hold it in, mm. and like I allowed her to. I, I I covered up my face, but she came over and like just held me mm. as I as I shared my tears, and like that moment was like whoa because now i'm battling two things in my mind like i'm wrestling with the death but then also the fact that wow i'm really exposing a are. different level of vulnerability mm -hmm. in front of this girl mm -hmm. you know and it was tough but at the same time it was it was comforting um it was encouraging because i knew that even for a moment that was a safe space. Even for a moment. Yep. And it's it's those it's really those moments that we hold on to, mm -hmm. even if it never happened again. Yeah, for sure. Did it ever happen again? No. Wow. First and last time. Wow. Does she know that? 
I hope I hope probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably why it ended though. Yeah. Because maybe there was a safe moment, but there wasn't a safe space, mm. a safe trajectory. Yeah. And that's that's built, that's watered, that's mm-hmm. that's tended to. You nurture that. Wow. What was the question you was gonna ask? What is so to to back to um my man's with the book, what is the difference between a comprehensive man and well, what is the opposite of that? What does that look like? He in this particular podcast, <laughs> a podcast talking about a podcast. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, he contrasted two different con or four different concepts. Um strength versus aggression um and assertion versus being combative wow and i was like whoa mm. he said you can exhibit strength without being aggressive mm. and you can be assertive without being combative i had to say that again in those words because they still hit yeah and it made me think about the times that I'm with Sarah and she's checking me on something. Mm -hmm. And immediately I'm thinking of a way to preserve or defend myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And um, that's that combative, which Mm -hmm. I, in my mind, I'm being assertive. I'm holding my ground. Right. He said, there's nothing wrong with holding your ground. But at what point are you going to consider that maybe what they have to say has some validity? Mm. Maybe it's time to understand where they're coming from and not to defend where you are. Mm. You see, I think as men, we're very territorial. Ooh, and to that point, I think that sometimes we like to control the narrative uh, of that which others more? believe about us. Mm-hmm. Or even, again, in a moment, how they see us. You know, you know Jesus, don't you? A little bit. We talk from time to time. <laughs> and... To the back to the text message, the text thread that we had. Oh yeah, I think we, we I don't know how we got there, but we got there mm-hmm. where we began to unravel that maybe there are certain relationships, and this is before this is me before marriage. There were certain relationships that I fought for, mm-hmm. not because I actually wanted the person, but because I cared intensely how they saw me. Yeah. And I didn't want to end the relationship with them having an incorrect view of me. Mm. And so my question to you is, <laughs> have there been relationships yeah. or has there been a relationship where it was really less about them and more about the narrative? Yeah. And in, in hindsight, there have been um, a few times where it's like, because you just asked me like, oh, you know, Jesus. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of times the Holy Spirit will reveal Hey, no, I've not caused you to this. And it doesn't, it's not always an indictment on the person. Like at the end of the day, they're still God's children too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, or God's daughter, um, for the ladies, that's still God's son. So <laughs> I had to, somebody's son. Somebody's son. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's not it's not necessarily that it's an indictment on them, mm-hmm. but more so maybe it's not the season, my season to date or be in a relationship Mm. or maybe that relationship is not producing fruit the fruit the type of fruit that god has called my relationships to produce Mm. and so 
if he's made it clear, hey, exit stage, right? I I struggle or have struggled with this idea of because that that doesn't always feel good. You could patch it, you can smooth it out. How you know it? You could present it real nice, but at the end of the day, that disconnect is painful. Mm. Not only for the one that's delivering it, but also for the one that's receiving it. Mm. It's it's a painful. What's this disconnect? Severing the the tie, so to speak, like. It's it's saying, hey, for whatever reason, this we shouldn't go forward. Mm. My next question: What are the signs <laughs> that the severance must take place? Um. Wow, he asking some deep questions. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, he had sent me these questions prior to. Um, I, I think. Well, let's talk about it. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think one that looks different for different people depending on where they are um i would say for me it is when i begin to look at like characteristics and and that begins to overshadow like the trajectory of the relationship or or what they're doing right um or even beyond what they're doing, who they are, um, when when it begins to overshadow that, I think that's a sign. And maybe it's less of an indictment on them and more of a need to mature in me. Mm. Um, I think when some there of the when some of the uh, discomfort takes place um, in that, and it's like uh, this ain't feel like for me, it's a spiritual thing. Like if I'm uncomfortable in my spirit. And it's not even just when I'm around them, because you could be, you could love those, those moments. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, you're not, you feel it, but it's not present. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the physical feeling is more, it screams louder than what the spirit is saying. Yeah. So you got to get beyond the physical. Yeah, but I'm very sensitive to the spirit, mm -hmm. and so when he starts to reveal things, I'm like, okay, I hear you. Mm -hmm. But I, I, it's it's not often that I want to leave. Because we go into it with great intentions, right? Very seldom, if ever, do we go into it with bad intentions. Exactly. You know what I mean? Can I? Can I add? Can yeah, I add to that? Please do. Ten thousand foot view. You know me. Um, I realize, and I've learned from my past that red flags are rarely the reason why a relationship should end. Mm. A dismissal. And an ignorance of those red flags is mm. on your part <laughs> and theirs. Yeah, I watch your tongue. Let me break that down. Let's break that down. How about mm -hmm. that? You're going to see red flags because we're human. <laughs> You're going to see things that need to change because we're human. Because they're human. And some of y'all, that's all y'all look for. Stop it. Right. We're not listen. If you're looking to expose people, <laughs> you don't got to work that hard. It's going to expose it's called, itself. Yeah. Here's the thing you're going to see red flags. One, are you willing to be bold enough to call it out? Mm. And two, have they grown in the level of humility to be aware of it, acknowledge it, repent for it, and change, mm. transform, grow? 
Repentance literally means turn. And so they're able to hear the feedback, which hopefully you spoke in love mm. and begin to work on the thing that really does cause the disconnect. Mm. But what happens often is mm. we see a red flag and we begin to pull away. Yeah. Before addressing it, before praying about it, we begin to pull away. We actually begin to maneuver and operate in that relationship as if they're just going to magically figure out what's bothering right. you. And I've done that. Or I've persisted in a relationship hoping that they were going to figure out what my deepest closeted prayer moments were, mm-hmm. were talking about. Mm-hmm. Prayer works, y'all, but... Communication does, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's wisdom in the way that you communicate it, yeah. even in communicating it, period. But we have to be able to communicate those things. Effectively, yeah. You're not giving people a chance by allowing something incorrect to persist. That's not giving them a chance. That's 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 just simply not love. Mm. We got to call these things out in love. Give them an opportunity to grow. Listen to God about whether that's even a desire of theirs and move accordingly. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes we move before we listen to God. We move before we give them a chance. Yeah. We move before they grow. Mm. So, yeah. Man, you know, so I've I've definitely been on two sides of that spectrum mm. or have operated in, in both ways of communicating it and then retreating without without communicating it. Um, and to your point, as it relates to the maturity piece, one of the most disheartening things to hear when you do communicate something like that in love is, oh, well, all you're trying to do is change me. That's so discouraging. That is discouraging. Because at the end of the day, like, my desire to see one grow and maximize their fullest potential, God-given potential, and operate in that way, like, if you can't see one's heart in that, we don't really have yeah. much room for mm-hmm. each other anyway. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times, you know, people will, will get defensive, will, will hear what you're saying, and filter it through their lens mm. and respond in a defensive way versus receiving what it is that you're saying as constructive criticism that is out of love. Yeah. Out of a desire to see yeah. growth yeah. and to ultimately sharpen. Like we're supposed to sharpen each other. That's our. How are we supposed to sharpen each other if I can't be sharp? Bro. See, don't want to talk about that. No, you, we'll talk about that. you wanted me to mute my convictions for that false sense of peace, for <laughs> the convenience, yeah, for I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is disheartening. Mm-hmm. Which well, maybe I thought of something while you were talking. And there's there's a way that we create a place, a space for people to really receive what we have to share, the feedback. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've practiced it with Sarah, I'm not perfect, but w- one thing I, I can say I do right is I do my best to affirm her whenever I get a chance. Yeah, that's good. That's you good. create a, an environment of affirmation, mm-hmm. not worship, yeah. <laughs> it's not uh, flattery, it's literally calling out what's true about her. Mm-hmm. Baby, you're beautiful today. Baby, I, I really admire how you handle your situations. I really admire your passion for hey, your stop, work. Hey, stop, bro. Somebody getting butterflies. And baby girl, he's not talking about you. I'm married, y'all. 
it don't matter nowadays, dude. You know, hey, we trust y'all. But there's a way as a man to create that environment to where it's going to be very difficult for them to get defensive because you've said and continue to say what's true about them. And that means your feedback could also be true. Whoa. Whoa. That means your feedback may not be a knee-jerk reaction to their from their carnality, from their fickle nature of wanting you to be a pro. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm not saying this because you're a project. Maybe I'm not saying this because I want to fix you. Maybe I'm saying this because I love you. Wow. Maybe I'm saying this because if I see all these great things about you, I also see the things that God wants to prune. Well, mm. you preaching now. It's Friday. It's Friday, bro. So, I, so it, it, I'm really, I get kind of emotional talking about this because I've made the mistakes. Yeah. I've tried to critique and fix someone before giving them the positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you almost have to wait. You got to suffer a little bit through yeah. whatever is bothering you <laughs> in order to create a space of affirmation. And almost, here's the thing. Usually if you are working backwards and you're like, okay, I can't give this because lately I haven't been telling her the truth about how beautiful God has made her. The problem ends up resolving itself. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> or they came, Sarah's come out and acknowledged things that I've been convicted to share mm. with her. When I realize, oh, this ain't the time because mm-hmm. we've been busy. We ain't talked. We ain't connected. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's inappropriate for me to sit here and be like, babe, this. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Read the, <laughs> Read the room. Read the room. Read the room. So it takes discernment, y'all. It takes it takes a level of vulnerability and a, and a level of dying to your flesh to really see people for who God's created them and also from the fallen nature that they have. Yeah. So. Man, it's been rich, Doc. I think we got our time. I think we got our time, man. And uh, there's so much more that we didn't get to, but we will get there. For sure. And we are so glad for y'all's patience. This episode is all over 12 hours late. Hey, it's still Friday. But it's still Friday. <laughs> y'all going to enjoy it regardless. Y'all going to get this work. Y'all going to get this work today. <laughs> yeah, man. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening. And we'll catch y'all next time. Yeah. What, I mean, what more can you say? I mean, what more really can you say? That was... That was liberating for me to share some of those things. Bro, like sitting in, I feel like we should be like squirming right now because of the circumstances, because of the fact that we're late and we're just not recording. But man. I'm so glad we waited. Facts. Y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope, we hope that you would rate, subscribe, Share it with your friends. And listen, when we say share it, it's not for the sake of us getting our name out there. It really isn't. We really want to invite you to have a conversation with us. And we encourage you. Let me say this. We encourage you to challenge anything that maybe you disagree with. Yeah. If you felt like something wasn't clear, we are accessible. We know Hollywood on y'all. Right. We want to have the com- we literally want to have the it is not just a tagline. Mm-hmm. We want to have this conversation because this is how we grow. We d- this is doing life. You you only grow when you're doing life. That's right. 
you only grow when you're doing life so again share it with your friends people need to be hearing some of these topics because honestly where else they gonna talk about it and at what depth they're not talking about it at your beauty shop or your barber shop they're not and i'm a barber (laughs) (laughs) so we love y'all and we're looking forward to y'all listening to the next episode peace Thank you.